0: Voice episode 52. This is a show all about Pokemon's video game championship series. I'm your host, Steven Morioka, and today I am joined once again by Alex Underhill.
1: Coming at you hot. Well,
0: well, well, Alex, look at us back so soon. What, what's going on? This is like uh, an, almost an emergency for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know what? This is just us uh, trying to keep it, you know, keep it scheduled, keep on schedule and... Keep it rhythmic, but we were this time punished for it. Last week, uh, it worked out because we timed it perfectly with that uh, trailer drop. But this time, we just barely missed some news before Stephen and I, or happening after Stephen and I recorded. So we had to come back and get right back at it.
0: That's right. This is a uh, this is actually back to back nights recording for us. Uh, these are gonna be back to back episodes as well, um, just so everybody's aware here. But the big news, the big topic we're gonna talk about today is essentially the 2020 season's regionals were uh, revealed. So uh, we got a lot of information about locations, you know, a couple other minor things. But uh, Alex, let's get right down to it. You know, we've been kind of predicting, we've been predicting this for a few weeks now, you know, expecting this coming, you know, it's as if Pokemon's becoming a little bit predictable.
1: Yeah, like Mm -hmm. we were talking, you know, last night after the recording and you were telling me, Alex, the regional dates are going to be dropped uh, any day now, and, like, you need to be on call and ready for when these do so that we can just talk about it, because you you were just, you were super ready for them, and you know what? You were just one day too early. You were just saying, th- like, I don't know, or, or maybe not one day too early, just, like, your warning was almost, like, what caused it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was just like, yeah, be on standby, high alert. Just, uh, we have this foresight, but, um... What do I say? Let's get into some of the details of the regionals. You know, let's go over some of the locations and the timing. Um, so this is super nice. We got this. I like having this schedule ahead, uh, you know, available ahead of time, so that we can see all the dates and some of the locations. Um, so we got two regionals announced for Europe, and we got a pretty much the good majority of the schedule for North America. For both the Latin America and the Oceania rating Zones, they did not have anything revealed at this time. I'm sure there's going to be regionals or special events for them, but nothing was revealed here in mid-July. But, Alex, how about we do this? Let's just quickly go over the schedule while we think about it. Um, why don't I start with the 2019 ones, and then you can cover the latter end for 2020. How's that sound? All right. All right, all right. All right, let's do it. So, um... Let's go over the dates, and we'll talk about details later and what we think about all these. But the first regional on cue, uh, starting in September, the first week in September, September 7th through 8th, this is all 2019, is going to be in Europe, in the United Kingdom. That's going to kick off the 2020 season uh, after the Washington, D.C. Open, for points at least. And then um, in North America, we have... Uh, At the end of September, 28th through 29th, Atlantic City, New Jersey, which we've had a regional in Newark, New Jersey before in the past. That was 2011, maybe some other years, Um, but we have that one. And then that same weekend, we're going to have a regional in Germany as well. So those are the two for Europe. That's uh, all we got for all the other rating zones. The rest is going to be North America here. Uh, Moving forward into October, we have Knoxville, Tennessee on October 11th to 13th. November 2nd to 3rd is Richmond, Virginia. November 8th through 10th is going to be Portland, Oregon. Oregon, excuse me. And then in, in December 7th through 8th, we're going to be in San or the original will be in San Diego, California. Now, uh, Alex, kick it off.
1: Uh, you're up. All right. So for those of you that pay attention to me, you know that Dallas is, of course, over the weekend of my birthday. And then after that, uh, so Dallas, Texas will be January 17th to 19th uh in february 28th to so march 1st we've got collinsville illinois then uh in march 13th to 15th we've got mississauga <laughs> mississauga <discovered laughs> ontario canada
0: i'm <laughs> yeah, pretty sure i Mississaga, said that right. maybe?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm 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 confident i said it right mississauga ontario canada yeah,
0: yeah it's just Nailed it's just it. toronto it's just uh, an area outside toronto for anyone wondering it is.
1: um march 20th to 22nd we got charlotte north carolina april 4th to 5th we've got salt lake city utah may 9th through 10th we've got albany new york um and then we've got march 22nd to 24th santa clara california march or may oh so there's two wow okay i didn't notice this yet but may uh, i misspoke uh may 9th through 10th for albany new york May 22nd to 24th for Santa Clara, California. May 22nd to 24th also for Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, June 5th through 7th for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And that uh, concludes the regional season. Yeah,
0: as we know of so far, Um, I don't know, do you feel like, uh, and there are obviously like the asterisks and messages underneath all these things that say like dates, locations, and formats are subject to change. Um, one other thing to note about this is that the, um, you know, in the description of the stuff for beginning of the 2020 season, it states for us video game players, the 2020 season will begin with the Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon games on the systems for the three 3- Nintendo 3DS family. Stay tuned for more information on format updates. So not nothing more on that yet, but otherwise, um, no surprise we're going to be still be on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Um, that's fine. Yeah.
1: But they did not yet confirm a format which is pretty fun pretty interesting
0: yeah i think i think um if it holds to last year's pattern it's probably going to be revealed at worlds
1: yes yeah but i'm really just hoping that we just don't get more ultra ultra wasn't that bad and we haven't played a ton of it but i'd just love to experience one last thing on the 3ds i think that'd be a really cool way for it to go out
0: me too yeah it's like this weird um syndrome we've all got now and you're just having played the three or we had the three series this last season um, just being able to change formats so much more rapidly, um, over the course of one year.
1: I don't think we'll see that in Sword and Shield. You do or don't? Not for the first year.
0: Yeah, probably not. It's just, uh, gonna be that regional Pokedex, which, uh, we're all predicting. Uh, that's what it's gonna be, uh, cause that's all the Pokemon you're gonna have in the game anyway. But, Alex, I see that a certain regional has returned. No.
1: No. Oh man. And Fort uh, Wayne is Fort Wayne is back. What do you think about it? Uh to pull back the curtains even more now. Um as we had mentioned that we are recording this 2 days in a row, but to give a more specific time frame, I did just tweet like a couple of minutes ago, uh a tweet retweeting my own tweet from the past where I said I am your Fort Wayne regional champion forever. And, <laughs> and uh I, I mean, I still am. You know, but I'm gonna have to defend myself again.
0: Yeah, you're a still-defending champion, and you'll- I imagine you'll be attending that one, have an opportunity to, uh, still retain your title.
1: I'm- I'm gunning for it now, this is all that matters, this is all that I'm practicing for. The format's not even announced, but it's Sword and Shield, and, uh, oh man. It's the only title I've got left, and I need to keep it. It's,
0: uh, oddly very late in the season. Like, Fort Wayne has traditionally been, you know, something
1: early in the fall, typically. So when I saw this, I, I was intrigued uh, and then overall bummed. Uh, I'm happy to have Fort Wayne back, uh, jokes aside, about holding on to my forever title. Uh, I just wanted to have a regional to fit into this first uh, trimester, if you will. As a, you know, looking at last season, how we had three formats. And I had to drive all the way out to Memphis, Tennessee for the closest regional in that first uh, section, that first like six or so regionals. And uh, once again, there's uh, nothing close by in this first uh, first section. I'm going to have to go all the way down to Knoxville, Tennessee, if I want the opportunity to play in a regional during the fall. Yeah,
0: that is the closest for uh, us Midwest players in the Chicago area. Um, Knox. I did see like Knoxville is more on the eastern side of the state as well. Closer to like uh, North Carolina.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Fort Wayne's kind of late and then, um, we'll see what you can do with that. But yeah, it's, uh, gonna be, it's gonna be rough for, in the uh, you know, that first portion of the season, you know, especially if people are gonna be ch- uh, chasing down stipends, the travel awards, trying to get on the snowball. Um, you just kind of look at the region disparity for all the regionals in general, like in the, in the beginning in the fall. Oh, um, absolutely.
1: It's, it's heavily stacked for the um, East Coast. This is something I wanted to mention, and uh, it's very much a driving force behind my uh, experience on the snowball in 2018. Was, uh, yeah, I got to uh, win, you know, I was I won Fort Wayne, the region we were just talking about, uh, in early 2018 season. And that was a reason that I decided to go to many more tournaments, was I had won prize money i was leading the championship leaderboards and i thought to myself hey i've got a good chance to snowball i'll attend more regionals than i normally would uh in this case this year i don't want to you know i don't want to be too much of a downer but we're kind of getting screwed because our two regionals are the end of the season which in terms of snowballing and uh competing for that day two these are regionals that uh players will travel from all over to for that last minute desperation points. the players that are fighting to have an easier chance to get an invite to lock up invites or to get more t- uh points before uh the you know there's uh, there's no more regionals to get for day two so uh having regionals to begin the season is a, a much better benefit, although it it just depends on what you look for uh one drawback is that you're playing. The format that you won't be playing at Worlds, so uh these formats that we will be seeing in the fall here will be played on whatever format that is, whether it's Ultra again or some other, uh, you know, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon format, you're still not playing Sword and Shield. So that we have that, we're going for us, but overall I think Midwest is looking a little bit rough.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're saying, like, we're getting screwed, like, the West Coast players, they're getting, you know, the worst end of the deal here too as well, because, like, Uh, A lot of the Midwest and East Coast regionals, if you combine them all together, it comes out to uh, about 10 for the, you know, right half of the country and then only four for the left half of uh, North America. I mean, North America, excuse me, not the country, the uh, continent, but um, it's pretty accessible for both Midwest and East Coast players, um, fitting all that in. Like, all the West Coast has is Portland, um, San Diego, Santa Clara, and Salt Lake City. So. those are four. Like I'm sure that those players are going to try to hit up as well, and then I imagine like anyone, anyone like uh, heavily invested in the season is going to have to uh, be traveling to some of the uh, regionals outside of their time zone. Well, that's a stupid way to put it, but you know they're, they're going to have to do some put in some big uh, travel hours.
1: Yeah, I agree. And uh, worth noting that um, three to four regionals is about what you'd expect to be attending in a normal season just gutting for a world's invite uh, as long as you are sprinkling in locals here and there and attending internationals but uh, you can get it with just the tournaments that I mentioned relatively easy in past years um not like relatively you know you know what I mean you know what I'm trying to say like that that was a I felt like that was a reasonable thing to see was players attend uh, you know this this harkens back to the days of when we had uh like what would you call it, Stephen? Like we had like cycles of regionals where like all the regionals were happening on two or three weekends. You remember that? Yes, they were like regional blocks. Regional so, blocks, yeah.
0: Um, for twenty twenty twelve and twenty thirteen, when we first uh, had like full lo- full year long seasons, the regionals were held in blocks, so they're all held on virtually the same weekend. Um. Yeah, they were held on the same weekend. Um, so there was, like, in 2012, there was a November block and an April block. And in 2013, we had the fall, winter, and spring blocks, which were held in whatever months those were. But they are all held on the same day, so you had to choose one regional. Yes. And, like, just just funny story about that is... um, And actually, you can... There is a small, like, comparison here. When, uh, my, the winter block, whatever... The regional in the winter block. I had a choice between St. Louis and the San Diego regional. And... Well, it's, it's, I should have been at the St. Louis one, but um, I went to the San Diego one in California in 2013 because my brother was playing in a volleyball tournament in Las Vegas that same weekend. So, or the, like the few days before it. So, he he we went to play. We went, uh, me and my mom actually drove out. I was going to say, did to you Las drive Vegas. then? Yeah. yeah, we drove. We We drove out to Las Vegas to watch him. Then we went to the tournament and then... I think we... I don't remember if we dropped him off back at an airport or if he... No, we dropped him off at an airport somewhere, and then we drove back home after that. That was my winter block regional win. Uh, should have been in St. Louis instead. Steve,
1: that that drive was... That must have been an insane drive.
0: Yeah, it was a very long cross-country drive. It was a lot of fun, though. Uh-huh. Um, I always pre- I prefer traveling by ground over air. I'm not a fan of flying. Uh-huh. But well, that, that's not part of the point here. Anyway, you can see the same thing happening again, is... Players will have a choice between California and Fort Wayne, uh, Santa Clara, California, or Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I guess uh, if you really want to also nail this down, you could choose between Atlantic City, New Jersey, or the Germany Regional.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for the players that do do consider overseas travels, um, yeah, yeah. Now, something I wanted to highlight here...
0: You never know where you might be during those weekends, so maybe it'll work out that you just end up in the other location
1: study abroad you know
0: yeah of course like uh jonathan evans was uh he studied abroad or in um the united kingdom or that's where he went to college i think yep and you know we were we saw him out in a lot of those tournaments uh for those number of years
1: yes this is true now Stephen, something i wanted to highlight in the schedule here and I don't remember if this was a thing in previous years, but, for example, Knoxville, Tennessee, says it's October 11th through 13th. Now, uh-huh. is it notable that this says it is over the entire weekend, whereas, like, the next regional after it, uh, Richmond, Virginia, says that it's November 2nd to 3rd?
0: Yeah, I'm glad you pointed this out, because I tried to see if there's any correlation between what TCG format was being played, you know, because that lists standard versus expanded um and there wasn't i didn't find any so yeah some are 3-day tur- some are 3-day events some are 2-day events i wonder if that was just like a misprint or if they're just like extra side events that are going to be planned for those tournaments cuz you also can't make distinctions between the 2019 versus 2021s either it's just it just feels random right now
1: i i think so when i asked this i did already have kind of an answer in mind and i just imagine it's the day that the tos have the venue for or something like that the days the venue will be open uh for example so like this this definitely affects tcg because i think they do deck locking earlier than us you know deck lists or whatever handing in their deck lists but uh yeah, I just thought it was something small worth pointing out. I mean, there are going to be people who have looked at the regional list from past years, which I think are still available if we do want to go hunt those down. But uh, yeah, I, I'm wondering if there's anything to note here or if it's just, Alex, you're reading too much into it. Some of them just include the whole weekend, whereas some of them are just Saturday, Sunday.
0: Uh, yeah, hard to say. I don't, I can't think of anything other than like, yeah, the, what they've rented out when the TOs have rented out the venues, uh, or they're just, like, extra premier challenges, mid-season showdowns, or, like, league challenges for the trading card game. Uh, maybe there's more Pokken Tournament DX stuff happening, too, like, more at a smaller level here, so I don't know. Um, let's see here. Now, uh, I guess an important thing to note is that the regional, uh, BFL has changed. It has been reduced from 8 to 6, 8 in the 2019 season, for coming up in the 2020 season it's going to be six and the championship point table payouts as of now have uh virtually been unchanged from or have been unchanged from the 2019 season.
1: Yeah, so Stephen, uh right now I'm pulling up the uh the the CP spreadsheet uh that uh Patrick Donagan and Justin Wani and others run. To manually track championship points and what events they came from, uh, because I was curious. Uh, we have this new BFL, and I was uh, I wanted to see how many players actually, you know, reached or crossed uh, the BFL of six. And uh, oh, I see. Okay. So looking at it now, um, going down the list, I see um, one with eight, two with eight, three with eight, um, and then uh, another with seven another with seven uh two sixes here a third six and uh that is it yes so uh what was that (laughs) what was the math on that um one two three four five six seven eight nine i think ten maybe about 10 or so players have, uh, reached or exceeded the BFL of six.
0: Okay. Just from, yeah, just from this past season. So approximately 10 or so. Um, yeah, not, not, not a big number at all. Um, just for those players who attend, you know, several regionals and do get, uh, finishes to get points from them. Right. So, um, yeah, well, I, I don't see that number. Well, maybe it will change more with sword and shield stuff. I don't know. Like just players going out to play more. I have no idea.
1: But overall, otherwise, nothing too noteworthy from looking at these tables, as you kind of already pointed out. Uh, all these numbers are very familiar to us. These kickers are also the same. Uh, prizes are looking the same as well. Yeah, yeah, we're looking at various, uh, the same prizes we've seen for the past year, so nothing new on that front.
0: Yeah, I haven't noticed uh, much, uh, anything different from other than that, like, in like, prize money and kickers we can all figure out we can figure out all that stuff later but yeah now there is a there are a few more questions or like two or a few more questions here i'd like to ask and let's just kind of talk about this a little bit here and they kind of go hand in hand a little bit so we just mentioned this not long ago how um once we get our regional schedule we can kind of figure out you know that those breaks in between where the open weekends are where we think our internationals might fit into the schedule, and as uh, as well, as trying to figure out when we think the Sword and Shield format change is going to happen. So there are two plausible dates for that I can uh, envision, right, uh, envision, essentially, and that is December 1st, 2019, or January 1st, 2020. So um, let's just talk about all of this in whole and what we kind of think here.
1: Yeah, so starting it off, I am... Um... A believer that the new format will roll out the first of December, which I already did some research into, is a Sunday. So uh, we might see some tos planning tournaments around that Sunday because it's nice. the first yeah, day. I'm, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm with you actually. I'm also uh, strongly believe it's gonna be December first. It's only two weeks roughly. T- Yet yeah, actually, uh, yeah, two weeks after Sword and Shield come out on November fifteenth. But, um, you know, people, I, I don't, like, I, you can't really, com- I can't really come up with a reason for them not to do December 1st over January 1st. Um, you know, just, once they get the new game out, like, people are going to want to automatically switch to that immediately, both uh, in terms of general gameplay as well as competitive gameplay. So, uh, just move everybody over, get them going, and I'm sure the online infrastructure will be ready by then for everybody to be able to play for those two weeks prior uh, to that date as well
1: yes now uh as for when the internet slot into this i don't know it's tough there's not a lot of like large breaks that we see in here um we didn't see uh in the past year where the internets were given like their own month for that tournament and just kind of spaced everything out around it it's, it's kind of a tough call to say. Uh, U.S. internets is, of course, going to be in the summer. That's not a hard call to make, I would say. And it's just going to be uh, sometime late June, maybe July. But the uh, tough call is all the other internets. Um, and just not, like, so specifically the order, since we know they are now capable of shuffling them around. Um, I Instead, it's just going to be more interesting if Steven and I are able to pinpoint where they're going to place the Internet's just in general, yeah, yeah, I mean, i've got I've got some good ideas, <laughs> yeah, please do cause I got nothing. I was that's why I was hoping throwing it your way. I was like, oh, please please, please, please,
0: okay, yeah, yeah, so um if you just take a look at the schedule, so you can work forwards or backwards, but um let's I'm gonna work backwards here because it's a little easier to figure this out and this way, at least in my opinion. you look at um April, um Absolutely. you have the Salt Lake City. We'll have the Salt Lake City, Utah regional in from April 4th to 5th, and then there's a big gap in the entire month. That's all you got. Um so far. Uh, the next regional isn't in until May 9th through 10th in Albany, New York. Um so I could I, I like the last the internationals have roughly been in the same, you know, time span over the last few years. So those are also kind of getting predictable. So I can imagine like mid to late April will be a that third international. Um, and then you also. Got have got I got it.
1: I got it. I got the next one.
0: Okay, what do you got?
1: The the yeah the the typical second one of the year. It's just going to be early February from the looks of it. Maybe that first weekend. Yeah, cause,
0: yeah, there's a huge gap in uh the tournaments there in time for um for them to squeeze it fit it in there. Not even squeeze it. Like there's a lot of room.
1: <laughs> yeah, between Dallas and Collinsville, uh, there's a full month and a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Now, um based on our question from the asking about when the format change on Sword and Shield's gonna happen, like if it does happen December first, you know, you could have the International in November and have it be played on the Ultrasound, Ultra Moon games. Uh it would be kinda awkward to have it um being played when Sword and Shield is short, Sword and of. Shield are
1: but not unheard are of are
0: out already. Yeah, not unheard of, but um kind of um you know, a missed opportunity, uh, especially with this big radical of a change here. So, I'm predicting uh, you know, probably the weekend after San Diego. December 7th through 8th is that regional weekend. I think the week after we're going to see that first international. Don't know whether it will be um South Latin America or Europe, but that's I'm that's what I'm predicting. I'll I'll like I'll even go on record saying I think that's when international is going to be.
1: So you, that's the problem. I looked at this and I said it's too close to holidays.
0: I know. It's uh it could con- it can conflict with a lot of people's uh schedule for school with finals and again yeah with the holidays as well in terms of uh traveling.
1: And the next best gap is you can I mean I think I know when it's going to be uh uh Ugh, Steven, they're going to do it. It's going to be the joke that everybody was making. You see, when the dates were announced for Sword and Shield, everyone was like, well, the first internets is going to be that weekend. And <laughs> I th- yeah. I think that's where I'm predicting it to fall. Because um, if you look at November 8th to 10th in Portland, and then December 7th to 8th in San Diego, California, you got a large break there. You have one weekend that you might want to you know rope off for, Sword and Shield, but I don't think you get to because we've seen in the past Pokemon do this. Um, I remember Sun and Moon came out, and that weekend I was playing in the Fort Wayne Regional for the 2017 season, 2016 format. Um, I remember the uh, when I think it was Ultra Sun and Moon came out, that's when they ran London, uh, two, you know, the second London. Um, was this the one that I was at? Maybe. Anyway.
0: Was this, like, when Sun and Moon came out? Like, um... Like, you we were play, still playing on Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire instead of, like, going over to Sun and Moon? Is that, that what you to talk about?
1: That's what I was talking about for when I was playing in Fort Wayne. But then over... Gotcha, yeah. About over a year later, uh... Because London, you know, London had, like, two weeks before, uh... Like two weeks, the game came out, uh, or t- two weeks after the game came out, people were playing in London, basically three maybe three weeks, something like that. But now, then the following London was moved a little bit earlier, and it happened the weekend Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out. So when Sword and Shield's dates were announced, people were joking saying, "Ah, that's when the first international is going to be," uh, and I think that's what we're looking at again. And uh, it's going to suck for whatever rating zone has it. I mean. We felt bad for London in the uh, past couple of years, how they've had weird situations where they had to play the first London with no preparation for the format. It was so f- so fresh, so new, These new this new yeah. generation, new games. And then they played the same format oh, about a year later as the game is dying, where, like, not the game, but the format is dying, where it's been solved, it's been done. Everybody's, like, uh, played it out. Ready up, to move on. Ready to move on. And yet they're here, still playing this old format. I think whatever rating zone falls here is going to be the one that ends up getting uh, kind of kind of screwed over in a way.
0: Okay, um, I'm going to stay hopeful, and I th- I'm going to predict that the first international will we all our internationals this year will be on Sword and Shield. That is going to be my prediction. It will be December 13th through 15th. That first one, Alex is predicting. I'm saying uh, November 15th through 17th. I believe.
1: Yeah, thirteen yeah thirteenth through fifteenth and the yeah, mine is yeah, fifteenth through seventeenth, yes.
0: Yeah, the sword and shield launch weekend and um yeah, I think the other internationals will fall into place like uh in the pattern we've seen so far. It's just figuring out that first one is the big challenge.
1: But otherwise I think Stephen, I can agree on the other ones. So this is where this is where cool. it comes down to. This is what it comes down to when they announce those internet dates. What's on the yeah. line? What's on the line, Steve? Yeah, uh,
0: both of us both of us are in agreement that the, or at least our prediction, is that the format's going to f- switch to Sword and Shield on December 1st, rather than wait out that whole month.
1: I do think it's fun so, that we at least have one different prediction.
0: Yeah, that is good. Um, I guess out of all the locations we've seen so from this announcement so far, what's like the one that stands out to you the most?
1: You know, I think it was interesting to just see uh, the state of New York pop up as a location for uh, one of the tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, that was mine, too. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, hold on. Before we move on from that, uh, I did want to say just in general, uh, we saw a lot of shifts of regionals, whether it was uh, bringing back a regional that kind of was missing where it's like Fort Wayne. Uh, but we saw a lot of shifts like Madison moved to Milwaukee. Um, I believe the California regionals might have gotten shifted. Maybe not. Santa Clara was last year. I don't believe we had San Diego last year, but they moved that around. Yeah, but it's like,
0: it's just, you consider it as Northern California and Southern California. Like, it's all generalized to those areas.
1: Knoxville, Tennessee is, you know, a short distance away from Memphis, Tennessee in the, you know, scope of things. So
0: was, uh, oh, uh, Virginia, the Richmond, was that Roanoke last time?
1: Uh, Yeah, I want to say it was, you know, and so we saw like a lot of. New names, new locations pop up. But they're just short shifts from old ones, which I still think is cool. It's fun to visit new cities.
0: Yeah, uh, like I mentioned when we started the show, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, that's kind of new. We haven't we haven't been in New Jersey for a regional in a long time. I know Newark for sure was 2011. There may or may not have been another one since. I cannot recall off the top of my head, but um, yeah, we get we'll get to that's one of the first that is the first regional in North America. Um, but yeah. Just to point out, like you mentioned, the one in New York, I can't think of any other major tournament we've had there. I know since since um 2006 Nationals for Journey
1: Across America in New York City. I'm still holding out for our Chicago regional.
0: I oh, think that might be like a surprise announcement that they added in. I no doubt no no i no
1: I'm not I don't think they're gonna do that. I'm just waiting for the year that it's just made a uh, made a regional from the get go. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um. Ooh, so,
0: this, uh, based on the locations we have so far, you can almost also, like, try to figure out where on the map could they put worlds next year. I don't, I don't really want to play a prediction game right now, but it's, like, it's something to think about. What are you getting at? So, based on, like, all the geography, and usually, usually this doesn't matter, play a factor into it, but you can kind of predict, or think about, predict where worlds might be. No, that's maybe not.
1: I uh uh hmm, I don't know about this, Steven. I think we actually tried to play this game last year or like for Nashville. Or not Nashville, but maybe the one before it. And Yeah, the one before it. <laughs> yeah. And we were like dead wrong. So I don't think Because I think Anaheim had a regional the year before and Yeah. The,
0: oh yeah, you're right. There's the Anaheim Regional and it had a world, so uh, it was yeah,
1: actually in the same year. So Steven, don't don't try to apply logic here. We're just gonna lose.
0: Okay, um, yeah, we don't need to lose this game any more than we need to, but um yeah that's that's pretty cool, so getting the schedule. I like having this to be able to plan ahead of time. This is very nice. everyone can look at this, gauge what tournaments they want to go to, what locations they want to go to, and figure out what they'll be able to go to based on your schedule, so um Alex. What are your closing thoughts before we wrap up? We're going to have a short episode this time um, because we're giving a double whammy this week.
1: Uh, my thoughts are start planning those trips ahead of time. And um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little bummed about my fall, but I'm excited to have a fun close to the season where I get to go to two local regionals. And who knows? I might go to other ones. I've traveled outside of my region plenty before. So looking forward to the season. How about you, Stephen?
0: I am too. I am very much looking forward to the season. I wanted to get uh really sentimental about something, but I might do that another time. Oh it's my uh, gosh. pretty
1: important. He's just going to just drop that on us and then take it away.
0: Okay, okay. Uh we still have time. Well, we still have time. Let's just go ahead and do this right now. So, uh you can't really say this about the well, I know we're confirmed now. You can't say this about the regionals and you maybe can't say this about an international yet, but 100% you can say that this World Championships, the 2019 World Championships in Washington, D.C., is going to be the last one on the Nintendo DS family. So, if you consider the DS through 3DS, all that entire handheld system, this is it. That is the end for the system, for the World Championships. Like, all the way from 2008 to now to present, 2019. It's over. We're switching systems next season, and, you know, it's like, it's. It's been a fun ride just to, you know, be able to be a part of it and watch it. So,
1: yeah, I won't lie. I'm feeling the same way, Steven. It's a little bit sad because, like, can you think of VGC without thinking about the DS, the 3DS, especially for me? But, like, you know, just in general, this dual screen system has been the home of Pokemon forever. Uh, And that's just not even just for VGC, but just for Pokemon in general. Um, and now we're moving to the Switch. This is the the end of a serious era.
0: Yeah, the Pokemon on the DS games, or on the DS systems and the 3DS systems, you know, we started, all, we were back all the way in Generation 4 when we first started with Diamond and Pearl on these systems. So it's, it's just really special to think about that. And it's also, um, you know, it's time to move on. You know, we're going to look back at all these things and uh, we'll reminisce some more about it, but... Yeah, just like you mentioned, it's time to look forward to the season. We're going to be moving to a brand new system, and uh, let's get excited for Sword and Shield on our Switch. Who knows, this could, this may be another, last another 10, 11 years or so.
1: I see you trying to avoid ending on a sad note, Steven. Don't pretend that you didn't. Don't pretend that you didn't just make us end on a sad note.
0: That that, that we might be crying a little bit. Um, Yeah, it's, this is just, this is just really special. No, gonna be a, this is gonna be a special World Championships because it's the last one on the DS family, um, and I think that's a wrap. We're gonna leave it at that. Close up the show here, but um, yeah, unless Alex, do you have anything else to say?
1: No, I'm I'm okay. I mean, I'm good.
0: Okay, awesome. I'll be okay. Yeah, we'll all we'll all need to um, console each other. Cons oh, console
1: console oh, each other. No, too soon. <laughs> 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 well,
0: we will need to console each other um after this event after the world championships but um anyway this was our show thank you all so much for listening to the hyper voice remember you can find us in a lot of different places you can email your feedback questions or comments to vgchypervoice@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can find us on youtube podbean itunes google play and spotify you can uh subscribe download the shows from all those places you can also leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps with the visibility and helps others discover our show. And remember, if you think you have someone else who might enjoy this show, who would like it, please go tell them. Tell your friends about us. Let them know um, so that they can uh, listen in, get in on the action, and then for especially for competitive Pokemon coming up, um, this is gonna be a big, this is a big time uh, coming these next few months. And you can also find us on Facebook on our Facebook group. And you can follow the show on Twitter, at the TheHyperVoice. Lastly, you can follow the both of us as well. You can follow me at SuperMorioka. And Alex, where can people follow you?
1: At LexiconVGC.
0: All right, excellent. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And stay tuned for more of The Hyper Voice. Alola. Oh, wow, soon you won't be able to say Alola anymore, either. We're oh, going to have whoa. to, like, Galler. stop
1: that. Gellar. I'm definitely gonna say that for the first one. So, oh, uh, you should. That'll be funny. That's so ugly, too.